Welcome to the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. Join us as we discuss vacation planning, reporting, and reviews on vacations ranging from Disney and theme parks to cruising and beach getaways with everything in between. So grab your passport, a fast pass, and an umbrella drink because the show's about to begin. And now, without any further delay, here is your ghost host, Vacationeer Tom. Welcome to episode 178 of the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. I'm your host, Tom. Join us on my panel of John Self. Are you ready to ride? Yes. Yes, that's not a question. That oh, is. Oh, sorry, my bad. I, I, yes. I misunderstood. You said, was I ready? You are ready. Okay, sorry, everybody. I'm ready, apparently. Today, we are talking, well, we have a plethora of things. We have Seawater Orlando Touring Plan, Minions Land and Minions Cafe opened, John News, Caribbean Beach. I stayed there this past weekend, and Topolino's Terrace. I ate there. It was glorious. We'll talk about all that stuff. But before we do... Let's get right into housekeeping. We have vacationerspodcast.com. Go there. That's where you'll see many articles by John Self. But guess what? John also writes from other places. John, please tell the good people, where else can they find your glorious words that you string together in sentences? Glorious words I string together in sentences. Wow. You make my writing sound so much better than it is. Uh, currently at the moment, uh, let's see, mickeyvisit.com, disneydose.com, attractions magazine. Thrills Taste Travels. I'm thinking of things that have been written in the last couple weeks. Um, Universal Family Vacations, Pixie Vacations, and PiratesAndPrincesses.net would be things written in the last couple weeks. And if you want to read something a little shorter, go to his Twitter, Pastor John Self, where he's limited to 147. What's the character like that? Whatever. I I think I get the smallest amount. (laughs) And we shouldn't forget your own website, which I've not written a darn thing for in a week. Yeah, well, I did mention that first, but okay. yes, he. Don't worry, guys. He's gonna be he's gonna be pounding it like five or six articles a day coming up soon. So just to clarify, that's be, not happening. <laughs> it's gonna be glorious. <laughs> and you know what else? If you're tired of reading and you just want to sit back and watch some dumb entertainment, my YouTube channel will fit the bill. That's right. We have live streams from Disney and Universal parks every Wednesday or most Wednesdays. Uh, you're gonna find out coming up at least in a couple weeks. I have to go to Richmond for work on a Wednesday. So that Wednesday, I will not be live streaming. But other Wednesdays, including this Wednesday, which uh, already passed, I'll be going to uh, Hollywood Studios. So uh, go check out that one. I'll be checking out the pop-up bar, the Indiana Jones pop-up bar. Of course, we're recording this on, uh, what, Tuesday, June 27th, two days before the opening of the movie. Now, John, you're a very special uh, guest for a D23 preview tomorrow night. When I'm live streaming, you're actually going to be watching the new Indiana Jones movie. Are you excited about this? Uh, I'm excited enough to be writing a review after it's done. Oh. For so piratesandprincesses.net. Oh, it's work. I see. I see. Oh, that's awesome, though. Yeah. I look forward to it. And if you do want to see this movie and you do not want to pay for it, there is an Applebee's uh, deal. I don't know if this is going to be in the John News, but <laughs> John, you told me about it. Uh, yeah, if you spend $35, you get a free um, uh, Fandango mm-hmm. ticket. Which does include the um, fees? fees also. Oh, lovely. I think I'm going to do that because I do tend to eat out, and I do tend to buy an alcoholic beverage, so I can easily get $35 on my bill. So. And you can find all the information at piratesandprincess.net. Any other shameless plugs you want me to do right now? <laughs> that is it. Okay. No more plugs except for my YouTube channel. Please go there, and you'll see the Minions Cafe opening video, Evil Stuff and More gift shop video, uh, opening weekend of Pipeline and Free Beer at SeaWorld Orlando video, 
course, the character warehouses, that's coming back up. Uh, in fact, this when this is released, a new character warehouse video will be dropping very, very soon. Tom does not know. I've even been to the character warehouse today. Oh, you were there today? I was there today. Oh, I didn't see you come home with any shopping bags. Um, there was <laughs> there was no Black Panther merchandise I didn't already have. Uh, well, you were there somewhat recently, too. Yes, I was. Uh, many changes? Why be uh, A lot shocked? of changes, actually. Ooh. That's why you should, all joking aside, you should. if Tom's consistently doing the character warehouse videos, which he's doing, yes. it's the easiest way to keep up to date. Just understand, if you're familiar with TJ Maxx or places like that in your local town, inventory things can give a change in inventory rather quickly. Yes. Do they still do the 35 or 30% extra? It's still 30% off on all apparel. It's still going. Wow. Which is why man. I stared at a Black Panther <laughs> item that really is inappropriate for a gray-haired white guy to wear. <laughs> well, a I long mean, time. Let's face it. Almost 99.9% of all Black Panther apparel is probably not appropriate for a long hair, or not long hair, but a great just, just to clarify, if we take right. Black Panther apparel out of my wardrobe, that's about half my wardrobe. Yes, so then you're even more inappropriate. Right. Be careful. <laughs> no, no one wants to see that. Uh, but yeah, so please go to the YouTube channel. We've been uh, doing a really good job recently of getting more subscribers, so I greatly, greatly appreciate that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. Of course... Tom on Twitter, Facebook, and you know what else would be awesome? If you go to iTunes, it's not iTunes anymore. Uh, what is it? Oh, man, I can never figure out what it is. The new Apple, I, I podcasts or <laughs> I don't know. Whatever it is. If you go there, uh, I haven't been to it in a while, but if you go there and do a review for me, oh, man, I would be so, so, so happy. And you know what? That would make John happy, too. And, and we very make few John things happy. make John happy. Yes, so please do it today. All right, let's get right into, let's start with, uh, I guess, SeaWorld Orlando touring plan. Now, this episode is kind of off the cuff. Uh, I, I have no notes for it whatsoever, so uh, it's going to be a little rougher to get through it, but um, bear with us. All right, here we go. So we got there on a Saturday, right? It was a, no, 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 no. This was on Monday. This was on uh, Juneteenth, so it was a holiday technically. And we did go to Universal later in the day, and Universal was very busy. But SeaWorld on this day was not. So I still think the touring plan in general, the way we did it, still holds true. I don't think it matters you know, on how busy it is. Obviously, it's going to take you a little longer to get through it than what it took us. But, of course, we start out with the brand-new coaster. And this is the first time John rode Pipeline, the surf coaster. John, tell me all about your experience on Pipeline. Uh, I, we rode pipeline. It was exciting. We were the first people oh, oh yeah, in the queue. We were the very first people in the queue. We literally front rope dropped way. pipeline. So we did the front row as I suspected based on all the studies and all my colleagues who had written it. I'm exactly the wrong dimensions for pipeline. <laughs> so most people will be okay on pipeline, but I'm the wrong dimensions based on length of torso and leg length and that kind of thing for the average male. Apparently, if you're 6'1", you're fine. If you're over 6'1", forget about it. Well, no, it's not that bad. It has to do with length and all uh, those kind of things. Having said that, it's a stand-up coaster. It's probably a surf coaster, which is so weird that they call it a surf coaster, but they do because you're literally just standing. You have standing a, straight. You have a little okay. tiny, I wouldn't even call it a bicycle seat that you're sitting on, you yeah. can sit on, um, but you're standing the whole time. You do get lots of airtime air as described. Oh, There's wonderful. The mecha, the B and M mechanism moves you up and down along the way. Yep. I mean it's it's a great addition to SeaWorld. If SeaWorld is going to be whatever they're calling themselves, the coaster. I'm lo I'm losing Orlando. media invites with this. The, co <laughs> the coaster capital of Orlando. 
this is a great coaster to add, and the next coaster is our for 2024. They've already started working on it. Yes. Now, the interesting thing you mentioned, us being in the front row. So we, we got there about, was it an hour early? I w- so I have a video that I have not even edited. I, I It's not ready in any way, so uh, I, don't, I don't know the numbers like I did for the, the, the Bush Gardens. But we, I think we got there about an hour early, and again, there were people in line uh, waiting, and we got in, and we did get into the... We got through security and we got to where they take your tickets, but we were probably, I don't know, a dozen people back in multiple, Mm -hmm. there's multiple rows. So we were by far not the first person people to go through the turnstiles, right? A plethora of people went through the, not maybe not a plethora, a couple dozen at least went through prior to us. And I don't know where they all went. None of them decided to go to pipeline. It was a bit perplexing as to where everyone else was going. But, yeah, we were the first one. Now, we did take the shortcut. Now, that did save us a minute, tops. We didn't, go, we didn't go by 36 people by cutting through the gift shop on the right there. But, yeah, it was very odd. Like, we were, like, the only people uh, going through the queue, and then they, were, like, they backed us out, and then people followed behind us. But, yeah, no one, no one went to Pipeline, so it was very weird. So, yeah, we were on the first train, first uh, row. Oh, so much fun. You'll uh, look out for that POV once that video comes out. And then we decided to go. Now, that the other side of the park where the stadium is and where oh, I can never get the name of that stupid coaster. What is that the last year's coaster? You mean Icebreaker. Icebreaker. That, for the life of me, I'll never remember the name of that coaster. Icebreaker, that section doesn't open till 10. And the park opened at 9. So we got through and we headed straight to Manta. Uh, Manta was pretty much a walk-on at that point, right? We may have waited. We waited one car. We arrived at Manta at 9.23. Oh, okay. With well, 9.23. Um, and... We started waiting at 9.25. The post wait was 10 minutes, and we loaded at 9.32. Okay. So yeah, and I we think were we off at 9.38. 9.38. All right. So, yeah, we made it Sorry, through Can you tell someone fun. used to work for a company? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I used to maybe do some touring plans. Um, so from there, okay, so here's the interesting part where you have to start making decisions. Because we wanted to hit all the coasters, and it was a very hot summer day in Orlando, I knew that uh, Journey to Atlantis would get a – Huge line. Like, it it become ginormous. And I also knew that Kraken probably wouldn't get too much of a line. And um, what other coasters? Oh, Mako. If you wait 20 minutes, then that's a long line for that one. So I have no fear there. So we figured we should go back and hit Journey before the heat of the day really kicked in and that line would start getting backed up. And again, we got to Journey, and we, we thought it wasn't even open. And then we went through, and there was like maybe a handful of people ahead of us, and they weren't—they were still testing. They're running the, the cars through, but uh, we got in the yeah, we were in the first car. Yeah, we got in the first car. Well, technically the second because the quick loading people, system. Yeah, yeah, got in the first. Very it was the first row of vehicles that went out. So we did that. Uh, what time was that, John? Uh, we arrived at 9:44. It was still testing. We were asked to move towards the boats at 9.51, and we got off the boats at 10.01. 10.01, we got off the boats. Uh, yeah, it's a shell of itself still. I, I just feel so bad. John, did you have the pleasure of riding it before they removed all the theming? Yes. Wasn't it glorious? I think I wrote it like opening year when oh, I did it. Man, that's wonderful. You're, you're overselling it a bit, but it was far better than it currently is. I still remember the first time I rode that thing and and, they had the whole storyline and you go down the big drop and I thought it was over and it takes the corner and the voice is like, you think you're leaving that? I don't know what the voice was, but something to the effect, you think you're leaving that quickly? Oh no. And it takes you back up. I was like, oh my Lord, this is the greatest. Like 
it was wonderful. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it was it was great. So we did that. Then we went over to Kraken. Now Kraken, uh, it took us longer to go through the queue. One hundred percent. That queue is just ridiculous. But that was that was a walk on, right? That's a walk on by definition. We yeah. technically never really stopped. We never had to stop. It was yeah. It was a total walk on. And let me say, Kraken. Uh, let me ask you, John, because I've always been in the opinion Kraken is like if I was going to ride a ride between Kraken and Kumba back to back to back. Kraken all day long. Like Kumba's a little bit too intense where Kraken is intense, but it's not as intense as Kumba. Okay. For those of you scoring at home, if you've listened to me on other podcasts and this one, <laughs> you already know that I'm, I've probably rolled my eyes as he was talking. Um, yeah. You know, I'm the one who rides Velocicoaster three times in a row in the back row to start the day. I'm the one who doesn't mind riding Hulk seven times in a row. That's just ridiculous. Um, so, and, um, I would be perfectly fine riding Kumba three times in a row. That is true. But which do you prefer? I'd go with Kumba. Really? Yep. Because let's face it, um, Kraken is, is is better theming, right? You go through the... Kumba, you really, you go, you loop around the, the I think I think Kraken really... wins the theming battle by a slim margin, but I think it does win. Yeah, and I think that generally, when you're in Kraken, you get to see, uh, you know... Uh, mm-hmm. The Mako, it's just a better experience. And it's not as intense, so hallelujah. That's muy bien. But you forget that I drift into being a coaster boy. Well, I mean, I'm a coaster boy, coaster boy too, but I just like my body. <laughs> I don't want to endure pain. So, I, I, yeah, you're, you're very Just strange. to clarify, I don't feel pain on those experiences. <laughs> I don't, but just to clarify, for those who are scoring home, just to cause a controversy, and he can edit this out of the podcast, <laughs> I felt more pain on Pipeline than I do yeah, on those coasters. Insane. Oh, he's like Patrick Swayze in uh, Roadhouse. Pain don't hurt. <laughs> That's one of my favorite quotes. Just saying. <laughs> Pain don't hurt. I want a pickup line. Pain don't hurt. I mean, hurt. I'm not talking about riding Red Red Rocket. That's a horrible, horrible, awful, painful experience. Uh, it, it only It's only awful if you don't get your song. <laughs> yeah. That coaster, it goes from glorious to awful in the in the matter of, Sorry, just oh, to no, be fair, I didn't make my song. Or Space Mountain painful. Okay, I don't know. Everyone complains about Space Mountain. But as long as you stay braced and you know you're going to be, you're good. So I've just taken Billy Brace for two and a half minutes. Okay. That sounds like a great coaster yeah, experience. It's wonderful. Absolutely glorious. Okay. So we did that. We did Kraken. Uh, did you get the times for that? I mean, no, because it literally was a walk-on. Yeah, so. so, Is this done before 10? Uh, well, no. Because we got off of Journey oh, 10.01. 10 okay. Yeah. So by, by 10.15, we were out walking towards Mako, right? Mm-hmm. Now, we were initially going to go to Icebreaker first, then come back to Mako, but literally we're walking by Mako, so it just didn't make any sense to backtrack. Now, if you were a purist, I guess, you wanted to save in queue time, possibly bypass Mako, but Mako is such a short wait. It's it's not like Mako's 45 minutes. I mean, what was our Mako? It was five, was it posted? By standard wait time system, we did a walk on at Mako. We did. Okay, we but, only stopped when we got to the loading area. But it was a, it was, well, I mean, obviously it's going to have five, I, right? I didn't even write down what it was posted. Yeah, I mean, it was it was quite literally a walk on and Mako is so glorious. So we did Mako. What, what time were we out of Mako? Uh, we are out of Mako at 10.32. 10.32. And my only notes after that is... Hey, they got the trim brakes going a lot tighter on Mako. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the first ones, uh, yeah, I don't remember them being as um, brakey. As, I'm not as saying it were. was, I'm not saying it was like, let's pick on a traction. I'm not saying it was incredible Hulk Ugh. brakes Ugh. Um, for that, Yeah. at the two-third break. Yeah. Um, but 
It was a it was an obvious. It's a little bit breakier, yeah. It was an obvious, much larger trim break there, and then they had a little sneaky trim break towards the end. <laughs> the sneaky one, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. But I'll make it was one hundred percent. We'll talk about your best coasters, but and we never did talk about we. I I, I you teased I, it, but you never. I asked. teased it and I cut it out of when I edited the podcast. I cut it out because we never did it. So we'll go back and we'll hit that this your Bush Gardens uh, top coaster count or coasters. So uh, then we went to Icebreaker. Um, hmm. I don't remember. It, it was like a 15 minute wait. It was a 15 minute post to wait. We waited 13 minutes. Okay. And I think we, we, did we skip? We did technically move one slot up because we were two instead of eight. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So let's talk about the new restraints. Cause I haven't written it since the new restraints. So the new restraints are better, but still does not make it a lot. It doesn't make it that much easier to get in and out of that. Road. Right. I would like to use the technical term that we use in my faith based world. Okay. The restraints are better, but they still suck. Yeah. Just using yeah. the technical term. Yeah, yeah, the technical. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's Ice still breaker, a tight squeeze. Yeah. Uh, if you're if you're short, I think you'll be okay. But for anyone with any length, it's 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 a little tough. But uh, yeah, icebreaker. What did you you've done icebreaker? So, I've done icebreaker yeah, before. Yeah. It's but, still so, it's a nice kind of addition to the park when a park's trying to crank out a coaster a year. Pipeline or icebreaker. Which one you like? Oh, Pipeline's way better. Oh, thank you. Hallelujah. Pipeline's an actual real coaster instead of... Yes. Icebreaker could be argued except for the... I always want to call it a boomerang effect, but it's not with the back and forth effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has a different term, so I apologize, everyone. Feel free to scream at me on your podcast. I'm okay with that. Um, Except for that back and forth effect where you have the old, you know, Viking ship back and forth thing. Yeah, yeah, At the very top, um, it's a family coaster. Oh, yeah, there's not a lot going on No. Yeah. It's a glorified uh, Skyrocket 2. It's not much. Okay, in fact, that's fair. Maybe the Skyrocket 2 is a little bit more intense and more fun. Right, like I was walking through Universal Orlando today. Uh, okay. Okay, yeah. this is going to relate. I'm walking <laughs> through Universal Orlando. I'm just doing a quick round of the park so I can make sure I'm updated on everything that's going on. Yeah. And I'm walking through um, Jurassic Park area at Islands Adventure. Oh, And there's, yeah. there's two families. I couldn't tell. I know the difference having taught tennis at for Vandermeer Tennis University. I know the difference between a British accent and a South African accent. If you're familiar <laughs> with Vandermeer right. and tennis, you you know the difference. I need a little time to figure it out. But they were either, I suspect they were South African or they may have been British. A couple. And there was um, some foul language being used by the child towards the parent, which, of course, I freaked out about. But Oof. I just kept going. But the point was the mom wanted to ask if the kids wanted to go on Jurassic Park River Adventure. Oh, okay, yeah. Always, yes. Okay, that's good. And the kid was like, we're not five. Um, what? We're not five. It's not thrilling enough. Wow. So you got to understand, sometimes there's some expectations that are interesting. That is very interesting. Mm-hmm. We're not five. We're not five anymore, wow. Mom. Come on, Mommy. There uh, were a few expletives thrown in there also. But wow. Yeah. <laughs> what, these kids, they light up a cigarette too? What's going yeah, on? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> man all right um yeah so that's all the coasters right that's all we did well then we went back road mako again because you know it's mako you got to ride it mm-hmm. once um then we got a free beer hold on just to clarify you got free beers oh well uh, you did get one technically you just didn't oh drink it. for um purposes and according to twitter so that SeaWorld will see this yes i got uh, one yeah. beer yes john got a beer uh they had yingling hallelujah now, this changes because the first time I went, they didn't have Yingling. So I guess it's just whatever they have on tap, extra, you know, whatever's not selling, they throw on the free beer section. So I got three seven ounces. I also, for the first time, got to check out 
the uh, pass holder lounge. Now the uh, <laughs> the the fountain drink machines. There are two inside there. Neither were working properly. So I know I wanted to get John's little bit of uh, diet soda. So I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if you people, I, I have an addiction problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have beer and he has diet soda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure which one's worse. <laughs> Some days I wonder which one is worse as I take a drink of my diet Pepsi, my Pepsi Zero, as Tom is drinking his Pepsi Zero. That's right. So uh, I did I did ask the guy and he said, yeah, go ahead and use the, because they have fountain drinks outside the pass holder they have to pay for. And he said, go ahead, use the cups, your your pass holder cup, and fill that up since the machine's not working right. So I did, you know, it was, John just didn't give me beer. We had a swap, you know, we had, a, you know, I gave him something he wanted. He gave me something I wanted. It was a mutual uh, exchange there. So, you it know, was we strange, bartering. It was a strange quid pro quo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was the barter system and it worked rather well. Uh, I think that was it for the day. Then we left and went to Universal. We uh, did ride Mako one more time. Yeah, I did say that we did that. Yeah, okay, yeah we okay. rode Mako. Uh, so let me ask you, John, uh, your SeaWorld Orlando, let's go top three. I mean, there's only like five coasters, but what, what are your top coasters? We can all agree Mako is the best coaster. Yeah, Mako has to be the best coaster. I was trying to decide where Manta fell on the scale. Uh, yeah, Manta's a good one. It's a unique one, but because you're... You're basically laying down. You're in. You're in yeah. the Superman pose. Yes. Yes. But I Kraken. would go with Kraken over Manta. Mm, okay. All right. Kraken. And and then, then Manta. And then I would go Pipeline, and then Journey, and then Icebreaker. All right. I'm Off the top of my head. Yeah. I, I'm definitely Mako, and I, I'm like, you're. You're. I know you're gonna. And all the enthusiasts out there are gonna uh, throw a fit, but I think I'm going Pipeline is two. I knew you would. I have a blast. I wrote it twice now, and I've had an absolute blast both times. It's just bouncing up and down. It's just it's wonderful. It's a it's a glorious ride. It's a fun ride. You're not again. I don't get banged up on it, and I have a blast. I mean, the two people, the one got seasick, or one one got nauseous, and the other person is a little bit too tall and got banged down a bit. So I don't know. I've, for once, and for once, I'm not the one getting banged up. You know, when I go mm-hmm. to RMCs, everyone's like, "Oh, it's so great. I don't get hurt," and I always do. So this is great. But then. Yeah, I don't know if Kraken or Manta, they both have, Kraken is the more um, intense, but Manta has the downside of being the flying, and it's uncomfortable when you're waiting to get through the station. Because you, know, you remember, this is SeaWorld Parks Entertainment. The loading system is way too slow. Yeah, it's very it's very slow. So uh, those two are hand in hand. So they, they depending on the day of the week, they could, they could flop in and out. And then, um, I don't know. In the last two, I, I you know I don't know. I journey because I mean for what it is, it's fine. But because I know what it was and wh- mm-hmm. how much I enjoyed it, I'm very bitter towards it now. And Icebreaker is just not anything. Those two, I think those two also flop. That's fair. But so I got I got those. T- the, uh, I mean I'm judging you inside, but <laughs> but logically, that's yeah. a fair assessment. Uh, what matters most is that Mako's number one. And I don't think that could be argued, right? I mean, I don't think anyone would ever. If you have someone who doesn't like steel up and about coasters, oh my lord, then who doesn't? Well, some people really just if it doesn't have enough loops and corkscrews, then they don't I, consider a coaster. I mean, those people don't deserve to be rating coasters. Sorry, I hate to say it. Sorry, you got your coaster card ripped away. I'm sorry. You wow, I did not realize that you had become the the deity of coasters. That's right. I'm the dictator of coasters. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's go back to uh, Bush Gardens, Tampa, 
And let's get your uh, opinions on the top coasters. Okay, there. well, I don't have my notes on Bush Gardens Tampa on my phone to keep this going here. So well, that's all right. Refresh, we'll do it by top. Refresh my memory. All right. Well, you have Iron Gwazi, which could arguably be the, okay, the top. Okay, that's fair. Which I, for me, it's most certainly the number one coaster. Okay. Cheetah Hunt is my number two. I know that's not the case for you. I know you're, ooh, is your one uh, Kumba or two? Kumba's two. All right, so Iron Gwazi, Kumba. I'm on Gwazi Cheetah Hunt. We got uh, the Cobra's Curse. Mm-hmm. We got the Skyrocket 2, which whatever they call that. Uh, uh, I can never remember the name of it. If you can't remember the name of it, how much? Tigress. Oh, Tigress. Okay. Which we didn't ride on that day. But it was, it's, 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 down. Same. it's still yeah. been down. It went down when I was down um, the other day, too. Oh, we got the Invert, which you really enjoyed, you said. I mean, Shikra? Shikra? No, no. That's the dive. That's the dive coaster. My um, what, what's the Invert? Okay. Uh, blah, 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 blah. You mean Montu? Montu. 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 Yes. This is the order we did them that day. <laughs> All right. We did Iron Gwazi. Yep. Cheetah Hunt. That's my order so far. Cobra's Curse. Mm. Montu. Mm-hmm. Um, then we did Serengeti Flyer. Okay. Technically not a coaster. Yep. Kumba. Kumba. And Shikra. Shikra. Shikra's three. Shikra, then probably Montu, Cobra's Curse, then Kumba. Yeah. That's probably my order. That okay. seems about right. Yeah, obviously my order is going to have Kumba at two. And yeah, it's weird. My, my bottom is right. Kumba for me where it's just very intense. Well, and this is similar to Velocicoaster with the more traditional theme park audience at Universal Orlando is the queue. Now, in fairness, Velocicoaster has a much faster loading system than Hagrid's Magical Creature Motorbike Adventure TM. Yes. But Velocicoaster always, almost always has a shorter queue than Hagrid's, even yeah. though Hagrid's can run 12 trains. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's because more people will get on Hagrid's Magical Creature Motorbike Adventure than will Velocicoaster. More people will get on Cheetah Hunt than will get on, you know, Kumba. Yes. Or on Gwazi, for that matter. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, my debate, and I'm still having it, is which is better, um, Iron Gwazi or Steel Vengeance? Mm, yeah. I think Steel Vengeance is themed better, but I think Iron Gwazi is more thrilling. Honestly, it's, it's, it's been too long since I've ridden Steve, so I think I'd have to go back up and ride him again to. I think you should be able to really give a, a fair comparison. So, yeah, so there you go. There's John's uh, top coasters for Orlando. Because if I Tampa, wanted to know the top works. coasters in the world, I would consult a food blogger. <laughs> That's what you would want to do. Just yes. to clarify, in my writing queue, there is an article on ranking the SeaWorld coasters in my writing queue I was asked to do. So. Nerd! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So I think I think that day we went to Minions Land, right? That same day. You mean we went, we went to Universal Studios Florida theme park at Universal Orlando yes. Resort yes, to but... experience the Minion Land yes. and Illumination Avenue. In fact, I'm... Yes, that was the same day, right? It is the same oh, day. Okay, so yes, we did. Minions Land Soft opened, uh, I guess, technically. And they have a ton of stuff. John, you lived there for like three or four days. And I don't know what you're talking about. Everything you could possibly eat. But we did go to Minions Cafe for lunch. I got the uh, cheesesteak sandwich. The cheese ray oh, sandwich. Cheese ray sandwich. It was very good. Uh, the one, I'd say the one thing about this land or this food is that everything's... Eh, I mean, even for a theme park, I think it's a little bit higher priced than what you would want to pay. I think, how much was a popcorn? I don't remember. I th- just say, just... Oh, it was four or something, right? No, your popcorn was more than that. 
the, the your drink bana- was your banana flavored popcorn. Uh, yes. Um, your banana flavored popcorn, a standard serving banana flavored popcorn, I think is six fifty. So the drink was four something. The drink was also six something. A standard, huh, I don't know. regular I, 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 serving of popcorn. I said that, and I think in the video you corrected me and said the one thing was like four something. That's possible. I could have done that. Um, but the standard popcorn at Universal and at Walt Disney World, when you don't have a real full bucket, is $5. So I know yeah. it wasn't less than $5. Yeah, so I don't know. But yeah, everything's a little bit a little pricey. But yeah, the, the cheesesteak was very good. And for the record, I have consistently, sorry, at some point this week, I will crank out my 10th and 11th blog about Minion Cafe for various <laughs> sites. And I have consistently said that the price point is a little higher than I would expect yeah. at Universal Orlando. If you were yeah. telling me this is not an attack, it's just the market. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you were telling me this was at Hollywood Studios and they had turned Woody's Lunchbox into something indoors with air conditioning and seating, oh my gosh, wouldn't that be great? Wow. <laughs> not an attack, you said. Not. It's not meant to be, but it's a problem there. <laughs> then this price point would be in line. But Universal is traditionally... 10 yeah. to 20 percent less than Disney for comparable things. And I will say, how much is the upgrade to get the tater tots instead of the? No, was that this place? Yes, it is. If you you get plantain, at, at oh, because it's there. Many okay. of the sandwiches you can get green banana chips. Yes, yes, i.e. plantain chips. Yes, but they are. It's a up. It's a dollar. It's a dollar more to get the minion tots. 100 percent worth. The, the minion tots are very good. And the review, because it was the second time I ordered the thing that I had the day we went to the. El Machos Salsa y Salsa El Ropa Veja. Yes. I got si. close. I still screwed up the accent on that last word, but I got close. <laughs> um, I wrote about it, and then you were having yours in it. it it's, it's good food, but it's just either the portion size has got to be a little higher or the yeah or the price could be lower. But in fairness, you are – and I, I know from listening to a colleague today on a podcast – um, talking about other places, Universal is fully buying into this hybrid quick service dining, but we bring the food to you and we ask you to mobile order from your table. So the awful, oh, yeah, that. horrible, hideous, inefficient system that they use yes. of table delivery, which we can talk about in a second. Yes, we'll talk about it. There's nothing at Minion Cafe, which is a huge upgrade for Universal Lando. There's nothing at Minion Cafe that fits the standard boring generic theme park model the closest is mel's mountain melt and i would not count that as generic pizza wait you talking about in minions land at minion cafe there's nothing they have pizza the closest they have to that would be mel's mountain melt is that pizza it's a that's the it's a it's a calzone oh oh. it's like a calzone they who's mel as we covered um, mm. on the day we went to Mini Cafe, oh Mel is kind of an important plot for one of the movies because uh. he he leads the revolt. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. So please consult your Peacock subscription for <laughs> yeah. watching all of the Minion and Spickle Me movies. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah. So we're in the line to get a seat. To this should be uh, good. I want to hear Tom's version. <laughs> to 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 get seated at, in Minions Land and. and the lady, the cast member, or the team, mem- team member, member, team member, team member, uh, who's managing the line, tells everyone's yelling at everyone, just talking in a loud voice. Hey, everybody, order mobile, order mobile before you get your seats. Everyone, order mobile, or, or, or mobile order. Wow. And uh, so I open my phone up and I start doing it, and John uh, scoffs uh, <laughs> at me, saying, "No, uh, 
I'll wait till I get my seat because you can't actually make your order until you have a seat number. So it doesn't behoove you to go online and do it beforehand. Sorry. And he said how bad the mobile ordering is. So uh-huh. I make my order and I'm ready to go. We get our seats. I put my my number in. John proceeds to go to the counter. There is a counter that you can uh, wait, not mobile order, and go up and order like you would a normal restaurant. And by the time you hear this podcast, there will be an article on Thrills Taste Travels that ah. breaks this entire thing down and lists the top five best things to order at Mini Cafe. Ooh, go ahead. Sounds delightful. So uh, we, he does that. He comes back, and we're waiting. And I did, oh, I got a banana bread beer. Oh, my Lord, so delicious. So that came in a timely manner. So that, that showed up. Uh, did that come before or after your That came your very quickly. Yeah, that, that came super That came quick. about the time I got back to the table. Yes. So then John's meal showed up, and then I proceeded to wait a very, very long time. Uh, probably, let me tell you how long. It, it was so long that John actually started eating his food, which I don't know if you've ever gone to a restaurant <laughs> with a food blogger. is a very long time from when it's served <laughs> to when a food blogger starts eating it. John took it around the restaurant. He's taking pictures with it. I think he was talking to it at some point. In fairness, I did take extra. <laughs> I took extra pictures, but I normally don't do because I don't like to annoy people. But you didn't have your food. Yeah, you took it up to the. I had you time were walking it around. Please, please go consult to piratesandprincesses.net. I have a review of that item on their website. Yeah, you'll see already. all the beautiful pictures, and of it. you will see how I was like, how many different pictures can I take? Because yeah. I knew it was going to be a while till Tom got his food. Yeah, John, Yeah, he got all his done, stuff done. He actually started eating it before my food showed up. Now, at some point, I thought maybe my order didn't work. But because I got my beer and it was in the same order, I knew they had my order because I got my beer. And it's weird that they gave me my beer before my food because I could have easily drank that entire beer before my food even showed up. It was that long. So I have to <laughs> confirm, yes, from my one experience... 100%, if you're going there, just wait to get your table and just go up and order because he got his so much. And yours is a more complex dish far than more mine. Mine, than you throw some stuff on it, you throw meat on a sandwich, put it on top, and you're done. So, yeah, I don't know. It was very, uh, very telling that, like, wow, that's, that's, that's something. <laughs> and foreshadowing, for those of you planning to go to Epic Universe, oh, this is every, be e- each of the four... The four rumored lands will each involve a quick service restaurant that will use the same method. Uh, okay. So get used to this horrible method that Universal Orlando, it's great in principle. It's great because when you go to Minion Cafe, you, you get in, you get your table. So you get your table. It's not like the weird, you visit Magic Kingdom and I'm just picking on Magic Kingdom because they have a couple restaurants that fit this mold. Universal does too. Let's not pick on... Um, you go to Fast Food Boulevard at Universal Studios, Florida. Okay. And right. it's a busy Christmas week. Yeah. And you get your food after the horrible nightmare of trying to get your food, but there's no nowhere seating. to sit inside. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This system avoids that problem. 100%. So that's good. Yes. The problem is you may be sitting there for 45 minutes waiting on your food. I'm yes. exaggerating. I'm using examples from Leaky Cauldron and Three Broomsticks, which we documented and this that is... it took 45 minutes to an hour with this system. Wow. But this is also costing them money. Yes, because they have to wait. They can't put through this. Like, and in fairness, you don't care if they get to sit. In fairness, some of the, some out. of the items, like the Otto's noodle bowl, the team members finish the preparation at the table. Oh, so there's a little bit of that involved, and they will show. bring you all your silverware. They will bring you all your drinks if you have any. The one plus is you don't have a server. So any team member you see, you can ask for something. And you're not required to give a gratuity. 
That's it's almost impossible. I tried. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, I tried because on Saturday we were there for eight opening day. We were there for eight and a half hours. So yeah. I felt bad for the team members. Yeah. Because one of the team members had been there the whole time. Well, yeah, that's a shift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're longer than half the people that were working there. Yes. <laughs> yikes yeah so if you're going that's that's a pro tip get your table then just order the regular ordering because otherwise yeah the, the mobile it's very very slow process and oh, on opening fun. day we mobile ordered from our table we got our table and mobile that's ordered. why it was eight and a half hours right well we did a lot of that <laughs> yeah. but we did not get two of our items ah they never showed they never showed and we had asked for them and as you might suspect several people who are at my table the team members might have known that we mm. had some connection because we were not the only bloggers, vloggers, yeah. influencers, oh, oh, whatever yeah. that were mini cafe the first day. Yeah, oh my gosh, it yeah. was it was bad. Yeah, I mean even I was embarrassed for us because yeah. there were so many people who had no idea. There's so much they they can't even say the words universal out loud without going into hives. Yeah, they were at Minion Cafe. Wow, just so many pictures of food being taken and no mm-hmm. one even just taking pictures. <laughs> Get this out, stat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got up and we we got done with that and then we went over to the pop banana. Very good. Whoa! Look at me. I mean, he said it with no confidence, but yeah, that is the zero. correct name. I, I didn't know what I was gonna how I was finishing that sentence until I did it. So pop pop banana. Um, pop, it's, for those of you scoring, it's pop uh, dash ah uh, dash uh, nana. Yeah. So it's a little uh, popcorn cart. So I got there. So I knew I was getting their banana flavored popcorn. And Please, wow. for those who are scoring home, he's already had a banana bread beer, which, yes. which everyone is swears is so good, by it the way. It is glorious. Okay. It is the greatest thing. And that banana bread beer is available at the uh, popcorn cart, pop uh, banana. All of the specialty beverages at Mini Cafe are available there also. Oh, okay. Perfect. So I was going to get the butter. Yeah, butter beer. Wow. <laughs> I was going to get the, the banana bread beer, but then I saw they had two specialty drinks, non-alcoholic. I think they're like six bucks each. Uh, a purple one and a banana one. I figured, well, let me get a banana drink because I'm getting banana popcorn. And I, why get the banana bread beer when I already had it? You know, for the sake of the video, it would be better if I got something else. So, and I figured out what your mistake is. Many people are making this mistake. Okay, talk to me. There are two specialty beverages that are basically flavored lemonade with, yes. with colored whip topping on the top. Very and, and sweet. A, and a few other topping. things. And it's sweetness because they're not targeted Very towards... Middle-aged men, okay, no, okay, no, very because sweet. because we don't burn those calories up very quickly. Yeah. Your mistake was you had the antidote before you had the PX41. That's for those the purple. Of you, one. For those of you familiar with the movies, yes, there's a beverage theme that comes with a cute cup, which Tom still has, by the way. I have the cup. Okay, I have the. Cup. Um, there's the purple minion drink. Which yes. then when they become evil minions, and this is why you should never follow ice cream trucks because this is how this happens <laughs> in the what, movies. What's, what's the flavor? Um, it is strawberry kiwi lemonade. That sounds okay. correct. I apologize. I'm, I'm not in front of my notes, but it's not great. Yeah, you think it'd be great because it's purple. No, yeah. it's yeah. not. Um, even though I prefer it more. You need to have the purple minion because you need the antidote afterwards. Mm. Your mistake was yeah. you should have doubled up on sugar. Yeah. That'll be important for this conversation as oh we continue. Oh, my God. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, for sure. Right. So I, I get those two things, and the popcorn took, for whatever reason, a uh, a long time. I get to drink. I, I watched this process. It was amazing how slow it took because yeah. all they needed to do was turn to their left 45 degrees, yeah. put it in a cup, and hand it to him. Yeah. And it seemed like we needed to ask for permission from, you know. The minions themselves. Yes. Like, can, we, can this guy get it? 
And then they go, oh, blah, blah, blah. so we, we finally get it, but I've already started eating the, the super sugarly, sugary sweet beverage. And, the, and the, like I said, topping is like, like get a birthday cake. That's the level of sweetness. The icing on a birthday cake. I mean, it's super sweet. Okay, you're exaggerating a little bit. Maybe, but maybe, slightly, but, it clear, but it's it, it, it's a sugary drink designed kids to, to entertain your kids. Because yes. Tom kept being offended when I called it a kids drink. <laughs> so we we sit down and I start eating the popcorn. And here, because the sugary drink is so potent and so sugary, I got not, like I, I I could taste a little bit of sweetness out of the popcorn, but it just, it was just it failed. It could, it couldn't hold up. So I had to stop drinking the drink and eat a bunch of the popcorn. And by the time I ate about a quarter of the bag, I started tasting the popcorn. It was very good popcorn. Again, for the bag size, like four or five bucks, whatever it was, it seemed a little pricey. But eh, you can bring your refill popcorn yes, bucket back and get yes. it for less. Yeah. So I mean, that's a deal, I suppose. But and that's one reason why I, I you know, I'm a vast, you know, I, I'm a starch disbeliever in, in popcorn buckets. But I, I think I would get it for that. Can I bring a Disney one? Can I bring my figment? Wow, let me ponder this for a nanosecond. <laughs> well, Figment's purple, right? Could I fill up my Figment popcorn bucket with the PX90 <laughs> or whatever that's Well, drink there is. is no. That would be gross, but yes. <laughs> that would be glorious. But, yeah, so I ate those things, um, and then about that about that time, I started not feeling so well. And Okay, for those of you scoring at home, he's underselling this right now. <laughs> well, no, I think on the way to the bakery, I wasn't feeling well, but I wasn't at my worst part. So we, we walk. So I want to check out the Bake My Day, right? Very good. You're doing so well. Oh, man, I'm crushing it. And with no notes. Maybe that's my prom. You don't I, even need me here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so we walk in, and half the bakery, half the stuff is missing, right? They had some, um, uh, what are those little uh, cookies? Uh, Macrons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had some of those. A couple cupcakes, but for the most part, it was cleared out. We like, did catch them at a bad time. Yeah, yeah. It was not a, a glorious time for them to be selling that stuff. I couldn't possibly eat it. I mean, I, like I said, I was not feeling well. The cute thing is all the merchandise. And I had already had everything in there. The day <laughs> yeah. On. All the merchandise, uh, you know, the, the purses or the, the bags, whatever you want to call it, all the little stuff, the plushes, they're all in cupcake cupcake thingies like they were very cute it was it was a nice. theme to bake my day yes it was very from was the very, second despicable <laughs> me movie very nice uh so we get out of there after uh, shooting some video yeah we didn't buy anything and um we start walking up the i don't know where we're walking and i just i just felt awful i mean i wanted to go home i really did i i, I felt so bad we we ducked into the one uh coke freestyle booth section near um Near uh, Spring in World in World Expo area, the yeah. Men in Black. Yeah, it's like area. enclosed. There's AC, and I just was chugging water, like free water. And at one point, I sat down. I mean, I, I was dying. I, I wanted to lay down and take a nap. I, I mean, it was just too much sugar. My body could not. It was too much. I couldn't do it. I couldn't process that much sugar in such a short period of time. Okay, for those of you scoring at home, this is the man who fills ice cream as a food group. <laughs> yeah, I know. On the, on the food pyramid. I, 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 uh, I'm changing. I, I, it's not good. I mean, I just turned 48, so there you go. That's right. You are old. I, I am very, very old. But, yeah, so, but I did kick it. I think after about an hour or so, I drank a bunch of water. I, I felt two hours. Okay, yes. maybe, maybe after two hours, I'm like, all right, I'm back, baby. And then we rode Velocicoaster and, uh, you know, uh, Jurassic Park. You know, I'm not too old to, I know. to ride Jurassic Park. But uh, it was fun. Yeah, it was a good day. But, yeah, Minions Land, very fun. Uh, I'd definitely go out and check it out. 
Uh, expect some lines. Obviously, it's new and expect sweetness. Yeah, there was still news today. There were still news today. There were still <laughs> lines today. Yeah, I, I, I suspect. Um, yeah, and it's at the front of the park too, so mm-hmm. people come in and it's gonna be like, oh. Just this. wait till Minion Blast opens. It's gonna oh be worse. my lord, that area is gonna be just. Packed. I'm gonna walk in and turn right, go down Hollywood. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, no question. All right, so I think that's it for that. Uh, let's get into some news topics, and then we'll go into my Caribbean beach day for one night for my birthday. How's that sound? In Disney's effort, and I'm literally, I could be reading from the press release, this is what they wrote. Oh, boy. And so, yes, I'm a universal homer, but they mm-hmm. wrote these words. All right. Hit us. Okay. In our effort to make the Genie Plus, we've made a few adjustments because we have listened to you as the customer and we have determined a way to help you to plan your Genie Plus experience oh, more in advance. I like that. That sounds great, doesn't it? It sounds glorious. Every other word they say in this press release has nothing to do with that whatsoever. Wow. Well, one of the things, isn't it, that you can book Genie Plus? No, you can buy your Genie Plus for your full stay, right? No, you cannot. No? I thought that was no, one No, you things. cannot. Hmm, all right. There is nothing that has been changed. You still must be, you must purchase it between midnight and 7 a.m. to get the full advantage the day of. But even if you're doing a, a, you're staying at the resort. That has been gone for half a year, if not a year. I could have swore that was in the headline. or I read that. Nope. They implied that they did something to help you plan. That's not true. Mm, Okay. Here's all they have done. To make things easier for you, we have decided to make it more complicated. Oh, okay. I like that. So now which could be helpful depending on which park you're going to, they have discovered that Genie Plus has more value. If you're unfamiliar with Genie Plus... <laughs> That's a no-brainer. Yeah. If you're unfamiliar with Genie Plus, Genie Plus is, is if you're familiar with the old FastPass system, booking oh, your spots yeah. and those kind of things, they determined that it has more value at Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios than it does at Epcot and Animal Kingdom. So now, on most days, Epcot and Animal Kingdom will cost less, so you will pay for the park you're going to. Let me ask you this. Did yeah. they? Did they... Lower those parks or up the two busier parks? It appears we only have one day because we literally are recording on. Is this the first day? This is the second day it's happened. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm so know when it we don't have. I don't have a full touring plans chart data yeah. to have for you, <laughs> but it appears that they they did a little of both, but mostly it's more expensive. Okay, because Animal Kingdom. Well, we, what, like today, what was Animal Kingdom? Do you know how much it was? I want to say it was seventeen. Okay, I mean. That's a weird price. Is yeah. it still it's still date price? It's, it's still, still date based. Oh, every okay, okay, every okay, is okay. different. And you don't find out the price till that day. Because we've made it easier for you. Yeah, well, you know. Well, yeah. Okay. Now, so, um, if you choose to park up, because there where yeah, there, wa- the, there was value in the Genie Plus system. Yes. 100%. Because you could you could rope drop one park, and then you could stack your your Lightning Lane yes, slots in the, park. in the other park. Yep. Um, now, if you do that, you'll be paying the top dollar for each day i believe it's 27 today or 24 somewhere in that ballpark so does it behoove you to go to like animal kingdom in the morning and then get the two park and go to um magic or magic kingdom at night because you're, you're starting at the one park or is this a price just doesn't matter if you pay if you're park hopping you're paying the top price okay is this no matter one, what is a stat is this one price well it's not static it's going to be yeah. date based but okay 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 i gotcha so park doesn't matter if it's multiple parks. If you're going you're multiple paying. parks, you are paying full price. All right. So they didn't make it easier in that respect. They didn't make anything <laughs> easier. Not a darn right, so thing easier. John, they're, 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 
with the opening sentence of that, what did they do in their estimation that made it easier? Nothing. What the Disney blog person does, and spoiler alert, the people <laughs> who write for Disney blogs are unpaid people who get cast member privileges for writing. Oh, okay. So I mean, that's, do that. th- that's great. <laughs> However, what they normally do, and we do this in the in the semi-paid world that I live in, Yeah. sometimes you take old articles. I see this often at websites that I've already referenced, that they just take the same article from last year and cut and paste it in. Uh, yeah. So the person writing it probably just took the article from the last time when they said, we're going to make Genie Plus simpler for you. Uh, they cut and paste that at the first paragraph. The opening and then threw this in. And then threw in the actual mm, facts, which okay. didn't match it at all. So they just changed up the price. Because I was messaged by four different travel agents asking me, how did they make this easier? And I said, they didn't. <laughs> and they said, okay, that's all I need to know. Yeah. Right. They actually made it harder. Well, yes, they did. Yeah, but only in the complexity of it. That's all. <laughs> Yeah, are, you tr- are you trying hard to be a Disney apologist? <laughs> because don't misunderstand me. Just to I'm be fair, I do tend to skew Universal. That's, yes. that's not hard to believe. But in this case, uh, just to be clear, we expect this from Disney. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, we, we expect to be lied to. Things will be easier because they told us that Genie Plus was created because we asked for it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But hey, at least you're not paying uh, the same price for Animal Kingdom than you are the Magic Kingdom. I mean, if a if you're a person episode. who just goes to Animal Kingdom for the day and that's all yeah. you do. Yeah. And at that point, I mean, honestly, just go rope drop it. You don't need it. Yeah, that's you're a good. whole different conversation. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. All right. Um, all right, what else you got? I don't know that I got much. We got Tiana's Bayou Tower that went up today. That Ooh. was big news this Did morning. it actually go up? It apparently went up today. Ooh. I have been busy in the parks yeah, and I haven't, typing. So. I can't believe I haven't seen a million pictures but, of it. But my was, uh, I believe if you go online, there are a million pictures of it. I have to imagine there's a trillion. Yeah. Because <laughs> just the sites I worked for, it was a big deal this morning. So. Yeah, like, oh, my Lord. This attraction that's opening next year at some point, they have a new uh, tower or some, something. I don't know. So, I don't know. All right. Well, all right. Well, uh, we have uh, – this starts to sound like John news, but the Flavors of Florida event at Disney Springs starts July 1st, though it did kind of start oh, this week. So if you're yeah. looking for anything citrusy, um, we've got it for you at Flo- – Flavors of Florida, even the table service restaurants are involved. Mm. And so... Are they going to have uh, specialty Dole Whips? I'd have to check Swirls on the Water, but I doubt it. Hmm. That seems like a no-brainer, right? Well, they already have an orange Dole Whip. Yeah, but something special. <laughs> I don't, they I don't know what ha- They already have it. a boozy orange Dole yeah, Whip. What do, you want, what do you want them to do here? Double booze it or something? Oh, man. I got a double... Uh, you know that margarita stand in Epcot? Mm-hmm. That's always busy, always. Mm-hmm. Well, I got in line because I wasn't busy on Saturday when we were doing our tour. And uh, I <laughs> I got up to the guy. Now, I, I didn't order the double on purpose. But the guy, I'm not sure where he's from. I don't know. Was it? It was Mexico. So maybe he was from Mexico. I don't know. He was he had, a, he had an accent. And I ordered the... Uh, Just for the record, he thinks you have an accent. <laughs> that okay. is true. Okay. I ordered the top shelf margarita. Okay. And he said something, and I wasn't sure what he said. And being a, an old white guy, I don't want to ask him, like, oh, excuse me? So I said, yes. Apparently, he said double, so he made it a double. So he suggested sold you, and he you didn't care. He upsold me, okay. and I, you know, I was like, oh, Good yeah. for him. I got, I mean, it was like 25 bucks, but mm-hmm. wow, it was really good. Now I know why people wait in those stupid long lines to get those drinks. I, I think it was 18 for the regular 
It was like 25 with the with the double. I'm well, no. sorry, those of you in the Midwest <laughs> United States listening to this podcast, horrified by the fact that he is happy to be paying <laughs> for an average size margarita $18. Yeah, no, 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 no. I was not happy, but uh, uh, you know, no, no, it was, it, was, it was overpriced for sure. But yeah, it was a very good good drink. Good. But uh, okay, yeah, let's talk about my Caribbean beach then. I had a birthday last week. Uh, and that's how we know he's old. Yes. And for those of you scoring at home, I'm much older than he is. Just yeah, for the record. I mean, okay. double my age. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> I remember dinosaur. I remember dinosaurs. It was a lovely TV show on ABC. Yeah. Then he'd walk, look outside, and uh, actually see them walking through mm-hmm. the yard. So, but yeah, um, we went to Caribbean Beach for one night. We booked one night for Saturday, and the plan was a simple one, where we're gonna go Saturday, check in early morning, enjoy the resort. Go to Epcot in the afternoon, have some drinks around the world, hit Topolino's Terrace. <laughs> I always want to go Topolino. Topolino's Terrace, we had an 845 reservation. And then Sunday morning, because we're staying on site, get up and do the early park entry for Disney Hollywood Studios. Because obviously when you're in Caribbean Beach, Epcot, Hollywood Studios are the two parks that you probably want to focus on because you're very close. You have multiple ways of transportation. So we check in to Caribbean Beach. Uh, the morning of Saturday, and the only room they have available to for us at that time was way down. I don't know what the room category, what the, what the it was the section. It was the We See Tom Coming section. Yeah, it was the far section, basically where they made the pirate rooms, and they they basically had to make all the themed rooms to get people to want to stay down there because there's literally nothing down there. And I asked if I could be in the um, Aruba section because anything close to the main uh, area is preferred. You have to pay extra, so I didn't want to do that. I was already paying very good. I mean, I got my annual pass discount. So it was like two, I think at the end of the day, it was like 275 for a night. Now it was a Saturday night at Caribbean Beach, a moderate resort, Disney resort. So I think that is a pretty decent price, sadly enough. But they said, well, we, there's one in Aruba that we can get to you, but it's not ready to go yet. So if you want to wait, that's fine. I said, Perfect. Just text me when it's ready. So by early afternoon, it was ready. It was Aruba 55. The building was 55. And if you're going to uh, Epcot or Hollywood Studios and you're going to visit Riviera for Topolino's or the bar, I want to, I forget the name of it. It's Bar Riva. Bar Riva. Yes. We didn't stop there because it was pouring down rain. This is, this building is perfect because you're right. You're literally right next to the Riviera um, Skyliner. I mean, now the, the Caribbean Beach Skyliner is a bit of a hike back down, but why would you take it? You're right next to the Riviera. And there's a one stop to get to Epcot, so it's perfect. So Saturday morning, we get up. Or no, 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 no what am I talking about? <laughs> so we, uh, we we finally check in. We hang out at the pool. Uh, oh my lord, I didn't tell you this, John. This should be good, everybody. We go to the boardwalk. So it was four of us. It was me, Elena, Sophia, her daughter, and uh, Ruby. So it's four the, of us. The niece of Elena. The niece. Oh, niece. Yeah, yeah, okay. niece. You're right. <laughs> the niece of Elena. So we go to the boardwalk to get pizza. Now. First thing, let me say, the boardwalk pizza, forget about it. I know I always hear people talk about Disney doesn't have a slice of pizza on property that's decent. It was good northern bake. Like, if you go to a pizza shop anywhere in the northeast, this pizza. Are you really sure you want to have this documented on your podcast I'm forever? telling you, it was glorious. It was thin. It was the greasy with the, the pepperoni. You dump the cheese on to, to soak up the grease and the crushed peppers. 
and the crust was beautiful. Just was, to clarify, the um, oh, for the person who gets paid to write reviews of Disney food does not endorse this <laughs> statement by Tom and any anything made by the Vacationers podcast. But he glorious. has been glo- he has been glowing about this. It was glorious. and in theory, in our original plan, we were going to go. Yes. Try it after this recording. We're going to go with a different yeah. plan. So I'm going to try it later yeah. in the week yes. to give it a fair shake. But when I've had it previously, it's good. It's better than Pizza Rizzo. It's the best Disney pizza I've had. Then you God. need to spend some time at Pizza Ponte, Blaze Pizza, and Pizza Altaglio. Oh, Blaze Pizza. That's a that's a ch- chain. Yeah, it's way better than that is. I don't consider. Well, and I've eaten, I've eaten those chain pizzas. Yeah, you've eaten at Blaze Pizza. I, maybe not Blaze, but the other one. What's the other one that's everywhere? Maybe it was Blaze. It was one of those. I don't remember. But yeah, very good pizza. But then we get the uh, the four-person bike. The uh, What do they call those? The uh, I'm forgetting. Surrey bikes? Surrey bike. Now, I said that not knowing. I don't think that that's is the right term. No, no, that, is, that is 100% true. true. That's correct. <laughs> that so does we, not appear in a food blog. There's not a Surrey bike so shake. So we get the Surrey bike on the boardwalk. Now, this is 1 p.m. in the summer. In Florida, it is literally 125 degrees. And I don't know if you've been around, like if you walk the boardwalk around those bridges, there's pretty decent inclines that you have to go around. He's not really exaggerating. It's not excessive, but if you're on a bike, if you're in a four person bike and not everyone is pulling their weight, it is excruciating. I would take that as an insult, but I was not there. I was, <laughs> I was somewhere else typing. Let me put it this way. I was in the back with Elena. I'm, we're going up the hill. I'm lean crunch forward, pushing. I mean, I was literally drenched in sweat. I look over. She's leaning back with a smile on her face and doing just doing the motions of the pedaling. I know damn well she's not actually pedaling. <laughs> her feet's going around, but she's not actually putting forth any effort in the in the matter. So it was awful. It was. I mean, we got done with a half hour ride. I was literally drenched. My shirt and we, I, we're getting ready to do a live stream at Epcot, and I am drenched. I'm dripping sweat. It was disgusting. I was so hot. How <laughs> disgusting was it, Tom? To the point where I was, almost didn't want to go into Epcot. I was like, okay. I need to go back to the room and change. Just but, to clarify, I heard Tom say, I didn't want to go into Epcot. Yes, that but I did. That tells me all I need to know. I did, I did. Uh, so we get into, well, we go, we, we go through um, World Showcase, the whatever, entrance, right? The International Gateway International entrance. Gateway entrance. And we had this conversation offline where they have this weird system of uh, making a list of who's next when you do the bag check. So you go through security. If you get dinged, go through bag check. There was two lines, and it seemed at first like they were randomly picking people from these two lines. Like there was no rhyme or reason of who they were picking, the, the, the bag check people. But then I quickly realized they're looking at a monitor. They're reading something and then trying to find the description that they're reading and they're pointing to that person. So someone, when you go through bag, or when you go through the security, you get dinged. Someone is writing a short description of you into a queue where these bag checkers are actually reading it and trying to find that person. So I don't know why they go through all the trouble, but uh, it's pretty interesting. I, I found it quite, uh, quite. Uh, Did you find it delightful? It was quite delightful. Yeah. So I finally get through. I start the live stream. And For those of you turning the podcast on a drinking game, I had to get delightful in. <laughs> and I had uh, – uh, we did it like for four or five minutes. Like no one was coming on. Like, And I was hot and I was irritated. And I was just like, ah, I'm done. Because I, I did get up at 7 or 6.45, and I got my um, virtual queue for Guardians. So I wanted to do that. 
essentially I just wanted to get back to the room. So I, I think I, we did it for like 45 minutes. I cut it off. We had some drinks. Um, it was fine. I mean, it was, it was very hot. It was a very hot day. We head back to the room. Uh, we change, we make our way. We, Oh, actually we went and we, we hung out at, uh, <laughs> at the resort more. We've gotten the hammocks and, uh, relaxed. Oh, so glorious. So much fun. That resort. I love that resort, by the way. It's my favorite Disney resort. Now, Granted, I have not stayed at a single deluxe Disney resort. Psst, he's not stayed at the Riviera. <laughs> I have not stayed at the Riviera. I have not stayed at any DVCs. So my when I say it's my favorite, I'm talking about moderates and uh, values. <laughs> so you can see where it would be my favorite. But I, I just absolutely love that resort. And in 2015, I had a great vacation, family vacation there. And, uh, you know, that's one of my favorite vacations ever so. That's probably why. But uh, we then we head over to the Riviera. Now, at this point, uh, you know, it started getting overcast. And I don't know if it was calling for rain, but by the time we got seated, or by, by, by the time we got up there, they shut the terrace down because of the weather. Many of your listeners will not know anything about Topolino's Terrace and why it's important. Okay, so here's, here's the deal. So Top, Topolino's Terrace is a restaurant on top of a DVC is hotel. a restaurant? Oh, it's John's. It's John's the restaurant, the number one restaurant rated by a food blogger. Mr. Not Johnson. just me who rates oh, it that okay. high. <laughs> and it's the second hardest reservation to acquire at Walt Disney World. Yes, it, it's a very, very good. I mean, it's pricey, but you said it's not in the top twelve. Of On prices? Resorts? Yeah. Oh, it's not, and it's not in the top twelve. Yeah, so it's On pricey. Property. I mean, you're if you're taking your you, your wife, and your kids, you're gonna spend some money. I mean, $35 is the cheapest menu. It's a rigatoni for 35 which is the cheapest menu item on there. In fairness, the rigatoni is really good. Yeah, yeah. Sophia had their rigatoni. It looked good. But so we get up there, and the whole purpose, like, if you're on that terrace, you can look down at all of Caribbean Beach. You can look down upon all your minions. You can look down at everybody. You see the whole layout of Caribbean Beach. You really get a good good layout of how it's it's laid out in the pool and everything. It's and beautiful. why do you know this, Tom? Because you took me up there okay. a couple months ago, okay. <laughs> so, and it was glorious. So I really wanted to show them that. And I had my well, I had my uh, my nice mirrorless camera, but on my way over, I started taking pictures, and my battery died. So it was pointless to ha- even have it. I was just carrying extra weight for no reason. So I wanted to go out on the terrace before a reservation and show them the beauty that is. And from that terrace, when um, is it both Hollywood Studios and Epcot? I know Epcot. Do you get to it's see both Epcot. fireworks? Okay. Epcot, when you see the when the Epcot fireworks go off, you can see a beautiful view of the Epcot fireworks. And we did still see it through the windows, but we couldn't go outside and really enjoy it. So, uh, yeah, the thunderstorm started. They closed the terrace because of the weather. I'm like, oh, that's a bummer. And then it proceeded to storm. And it stormed. I mean, it was downpour. And we're sitting there eating. I'm like, oh, my Lord, this rain better subside. Because even though we're very close to – our room is very close to the Riviera, it's not that close. <laughs> You would get soaked. So, I think you could have just slept in the Riviera lobby. It would have been just as good as you oh, Well, the, the waiter said we could stay as long as we wanted. Okay. So I'm not sure how, how late that restaurant open until. Because when we were wrapping up. I want to say 11. Yeah, it didn't seem like it was, like people were starting to thin out. Like people weren't coming in. I know the bar is open until at least 11. Yeah. So uh, it was 845 reservation. Um, I got the sole. I don't know if you want to give the proper... Sole menu? Yeah, that. Uh, I, by the way, for those of you who speak French, I got the accent in the wrong place again. <laughs> I had it. I had some of it before when we ate the last time we went, and it was the most wonderful, tasteful thing I've ever eaten. So I was like, I got to get it again. This time, 
You mean because you went with a food blogger? I went with a, yeah. Well, you think the food was better because you went with a, did they know who you were when you went? You think? Uh, okay, John's giving me a condescending look. Okay, 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 okay. I had to make a reservation, didn't I? Oh, you made it under your name too? Yeah. Uh, okay, so you should have made it under my name. Yeah, that would have gone me, well. Yeah. So uh, I, I thought it was better when you got yours. Mine had, it just seemed like it was too much lemon. Like it was very, I don't know. It was, it was very good, mind you. But uh, it, was, it was a little bit – it wasn't as good as I remember yours being. We got the – How was the portion size, though? Oh, it was, it was – yeah, it was big. Okay. So, I mean, it was 50 bucks. Yeah, you're eating like an entire fish. Yeah. With it, a whole bunch of things. With no plus, head, no right. tail. So that's well, a beautiful A whole bunch part. of things tucked inside of it. Yeah, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff in it. And it was like – yeah, it was 50 bucks. Elena got the uh, filet, and it was like 52 or something. Oh, my Lord. I had one bite, and it was glorious. Mm-hmm. So good. Very good steak. And Sophia got the rigatoni. I didn't have any of that, but it looked like it was it was fine. But for thirty five bucks, I mean, if you're giving that to a kid, oh my lord, thirty five dollars. Oh, well, then technically Sophia's not a kid. She's well, a no, no, I'm saying any. I'm saying a. Oh yeah, I agree. Like a six or seven year old. This is the conversation I've been having with a lot of people of. Oh, actually. Well, you do taking your teenager. Do they have? They have kids meals. They have okay. They do have kids. Okay, okay. So I guess in that case, it's not so bad if you have if you can get a kids meal. Uh, but one thing I did do before making the reservation was, uh, or well, during the reservation, I added a special, um, uh, I don't know, cake or whatever, a special event. The, uh, Walt Disney World website, when you make a reservation, yes. every restaurant has this special celebration cake yes. that you can have added to your meal and I, you pay for it in advance. I got the white chocolate. No, it, it was on the bill. Don't we put it on the bill yeah, now? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, it was, <laughs> Elena was paying for dinner. Oh, it was th- my birthday. This makes complete sense now. <laughs> well, I didn't know. When I made the reservation, I was unaware that she wanted to pay for dinner. So uh, <laughs> I was like, you know, I got a $40 cake. <laughs> it was $40. It was white chocolate. They have different varieties, but I'm a huge white chocolate fan. So I got the white chocolate. It was a, it's a dome cake or half, you know, half a dome, I guess, with two white chocolate bunny or not bunny. Wow. Bunny ears, Mickey ears. Wow. Yeah, I know. You just lost all yeah, Disney I know, credibility I know, I know. right there. And absolutely glorious it was so good but i will say once again it should be for forty dollars <laughs> yeah I, i've heard good things about it but it is forty dollars yeah it was, it, was, it was a little pricey but you know it's my birthday you only turn uh, 48 once you know what i mean after i ate it i did feel a little nauseous like i this it's a lot of a lot of sugar i guess i don't know and it wasn't i didn't eat that big of a piece but uh yeah very good all in all, the dinner was very good. I had a uh, a beer, which was your standard pricing. Um, Elena got some type of cocktail, which it was it was good too. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was it was all good. But yeah, we had a good time. Luckily, um, by the time we got done, and we were in no rush. Like, and it took a little bit for the cake. Like, and it was funny because they kept like like, oh, uh, do you guys want anything else? Oh, do you uh, you know? Oh, we got something special coming, and. At one point, he's like, oh, you know about it? Like, I'm the one that ordered it. So, <laughs> yeah, I know all about it. Like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> They're trying to uh, like, uh, be sly. But, yeah, uh, it was fun. They, they didn't sing happy birthday or anything. They're, they're too upscale for that, thank goodness. Unlike when we went to... You you seriously think that if you went to the French Riviera, they would sing happy birthday <laughs> yes! to you? in French. Uh, we did go to um, Hard Rock Cafe on my birthday. My actual birthday went to Hard Rock, and they sang happy birthday for me. Okay, just to clarify, one of the signature restaurants that will be two table service credits at Walt Disney World. <laughs> as much as I love my friends at the Hard Rock Cafe, the largest Hard Rock Cafe in the world at Universal Orlando City Walk, that's not exactly apples to apples. <laughs> First time I ever ate at one, too. So, And I would say, uh, you know, 
there's not a lot of deals or value, but there, if you buy a cocktail or a, well, a cocktail, cocktail mainly, because you get a beer in it, but I think the beer is still 20 bucks, so it's not as good as a value. But if you buy a cocktail and you get the souvenir cup, the cocktail is already 15 bucks. The cocktail in the souvenir cup is 20. And you get a beautiful glass souvenir cup, gla- or souvenir glass that you get to take home. So I, for like, I think like $5 for the glass. So I think that's a perfect value. Uh, I got one and she got one. And But what, what they do is when you're done with your meal, they give you your check. You don't take the glasses you use. You take them to the gift shop. You take your check and they give you brand new ones. And when you go to the gift shop, they have the, the cocktail glass, the pint glass for beer, and they have the little uh, mason jar glass. Because I got a Long Island iced tea and it came in the mason jar. But you can pick. like So I had two, glass, two souvenir glasses I could have got. But you get to pick which ones you want. You don't have to take the ones that you get. So we got the cocktail and I got the pint mug because, you know, I drink more beer at home than I do. Like, I, don't, I don't need the – I guess I should probably get just to have a collection of the, the mason jar, but whatever. So, uh, yeah, and as part of – I got a free gift. <laughs> I got a, a little, uh, you know, a little – what do they call those little satchel things? Just to clarify, um, apparently that gift wasn't free. It wasn't? Apparently not. You can have that conversation with the other parties in your group. <laughs> Really? No way. There's no way. Okay, I, I will maybe say Elena made the reservation. Right. I'll have to confirm that. I yeah, uh, I don't know. I feel like that was a. I mean, that's that's not okay. A, that's not like a big deal. I mean, that's not a big high end item, right? That seems like something they'd just give away. I don't know. But I will say a lot of people had their birthdays when we were there. Mm-hmm. They sang that song many times. So mm-hmm. uh, huh, maybe I don't know. Because everyone wants to be like you. Well, it actually was my birthday. Unlike at Topolino's when they were asked, they were t- telling me happy birthday when it was like three days after my birthday. But yeah, on that day, it was my birthday. But yeah, so uh, then, you know, we got back late and then I decided that we weren't going to do the The whole reason why I want to stay at Disney Resort so I can get in early for half hour for the park. We didn't do it. So that was a bit of a bummer. But we had a nice Sunday and yeah, it was glorious. So it, it was a fun, fun weekend. Um, I think that's all I have. Do you have anything you want to add, John? No, I wasn't there. No. I mean, there was dining at Universal Orlando, and I wasn't involved. Yes. Mark that down. What were you doing that day? You were doing something. I was working. Oh. <laughs> Which is <dining>. Which is <laughs> rare. <laughs> all right. Well, so, there you go. I mean, I'm I'm back in school again. I'm back working on my graduate degree. I have to meet all the deadlines to get all the papers <laughs> turned in. <laughs> Well, I think that's it. I'd like to thank John for joining me. And until the next time we stream again, look for John's upcoming article, Topolino Terrace versus Hard Rock Cafe, which is better <laughs> and why. It's coming out soon at uh, vacationerspodcast.com. And keep making memories. And if that article sounds like it wasn't written by me, you'll know who wrote it and put my <laughs> name on it. But as always, eat like you mean it. Thanks for listening to the Vacationers Theme Parks and More podcast. The show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Please subscribe and give us a review if you like the show. Visit our website at www.vacationerspodcast.com. For additional content, subscribe on YouTube and Twitter at Vacationers Podcast. Please like our Facebook page, Vacationers Theme Parks and More Podcast. Send questions, comments, or if you'd like to be on a future episode to discuss planning or reviewing of a vacation, please email the show at vacationerspodcast at gmail.com. This has been a Vacation Your Theme Parks and More production.
for Vacationeers, Theme Parks, and more, I'm someone who knows Neil Patrick Harris. Peace out, suckers.